with yeah. Ben. It's it's not. And it's gonna get. It's gonna be. This is what it's gonna be like. Thirty nine and rainy for the re- for the next uh, several days. It's the worst possible weather. Yeah, well, on the, in the well, before we get started, I do want to have a chance to thank my sponsors: Anheuser Busch, Yeti Coolers, <laughs> Smitty's Restaurant out at Country Mart. Smitty's down here representing. He came on the truck this year, so it's it's good to have him there. You right. know, it's a brand new season, and yeah, got a lot of sponsors. We got to get their names in. That's Appreciate fine. That. That's uh, that's kind of what you do when you're in the NASCAR uh, business. You uh, get the sponsors in, like any good driver my, would tell you. That you need. I always to do. claim my sponsors. My wife says the money's going the wrong way. I don't know what that means. <laughs> All right, now, last year, you were down there, and there was the huge uh, pre-race ceremony with the president. That was tremendous. It was great pageantry. Uh, and uh, really, after the race, the wheels just came off the planet. But still, that was a big, big deal uh, down there. And then we had the, the uh, Ryan Newman wreck last year during yeah. this, which was uh, – yeah. you, you actually were on with us live uh, talking about some of that during the race, I believe, Monday when it got postponed because of weather. So – yeah, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, what, what's what's it, the scene this year? There's a lot of changes in NASCAR, uh, but uh, give us an idea of what the scene is like this year compared to years previous. Well, in years past, you know, there, there's a lighter crowd on hand here. Uh, it feels, I told my dad this morning, it feels like last year felt on Monday, you know, after everybody gone home and, you know, you still had the race and they got lighter crowds coming. So we'll see how many are there. And, and as as normal, the crowds pick up as you go through the weekend, right? So, you know, the lighter crowds on Thursday, Friday, and then everything picks up. But they do have a significantly lighter attendance this year. However, I think it's going to be a pretty good crowd here mm-hmm. um, because it's such a big venue. So I don't know how many fans they'll have in attendance. But um, but nonetheless, uh, we're here, so um, all is well. Are you in the same uh, flea bag motel that you stay in every year and, and all that? We are. Okay. We're at Quality Inn right across the uh, street from Daytona International Speedway. Are they a sponsor also? Uh, I, why not? Uh, Kenny uh, got them on years ago, and uh, and we were lucky enough to get a, a room, so we all stay in the same hotel room. But Jeez. yesterday wasn't without adventure, I want you to know. Okay. Will Franklin was driving this crowd down there, and okay. they're about a half hour in front of me, and uh mm-hmm. Transmission kind of fell out on I ninety five between uh, right there in Jacksonville where I, Interstate ten and ninety five come together. So I had to stop in the middle of the highway, back up, get. I brought Smitty and and uh, one of the other guys down here, and and then they were able to tow Will's car in here last night. It got here about eight o'clock. The worst part about that, they got here. Everybody got here before Will's car got here because Will's car had their beer in it. So <laughs> mine was the only vehicle with beer here. So we're just going to have to retool and, and, you know, figure some things. But we've got all weekend to figure that well, out. Well, you know, it's it, the, the thing is this, Shook. Uh, there are stores there that are open, I presume, and they are well-stocked. So I, I think you guys <laughs> can, can maybe hit, exactly up, right. hit up a local grocer. Publix is big down there in Florida, by that's, the way. That's exactly uh, right. Scott Shook, uh, not representing the Board of Trustees in this particular interview, I might add. Is, not uh, at all. No, not, not at, at all. all. Uh, our Daytona correspondent for the Patrick Johnson Show is uh, down there. Jeff Gluck coming up in a few minutes. We'll talk to him and get kind of the real skinny on the upcoming NASCAR season in the race uh, this year. So let me ask you this. When you say the crowds are uh, lighter, how many does Daytona International Speedway seat? How many folks are, uh, the, when, when you pack the place out, what's the capacity of that? The, the grandstand seats hold a little over 160,000. Okay. Uh, and then they have the entire infield that's packed normally. So there's there's probably well over two hundred thousand people okay. uh, here on Sunday. All right, so, how many are they? How many are, are they letting in in Florida this year? 
Uh, don't know. I uh, don't know that. I, you know, I know it's significantly less. Okay. Um, we, we've been buying season tickets for buying the tickets for a long time, so we were able to get our get our allotment this year. Um, so I, I don't I don't know how many. Of course, you know, you can still have a lot here and spread things out. I mean, it's uh, oh no, yeah, yeah, it's, it's quite a front stretch, as right. you all know. Well, I mean, but you... when they redid it years mm-hmm. ago, they actually the structure is so long they had to account for the curvature in the earth. When they were building right. things. So that yeah. tells you how long it is. Yeah, there you go. Um, Scott Shook talking uh, length and curvature Worthless with us here. Worthless knowledge about no, no, that's that good. nobody cares about. Le- yeah, there you go. Length and curvature on the Patrick Johnson Show is always welcome, Shook, <laughs> especially from you. Uh, Scott Shook with us uh, uh, here. Okay. so Well, who, the big news is yes, you got Chevrolets on the front row. Okay, I was going to ask. Um, I was going to ask, but you, you jumped ahead there. That's fine. All right. So, uh, Hey, Scott, what's the big news? Chevrolet's on the front row. Toyotas are back there. However, uh, it, last, so last night they ran uh, qualifying, which we did not go to, so they were in two laps qualifying, and the front row is, is locked in with the 48 and the 24 car. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else kind of sets the speed. Tonight they'll do the full qualifying races. Uh, but Bubba Wallace up there in the, uh, in the, Michael the new uh, 2311, yeah, Michael Jordan, Denny Hamlin-owned team, which, you know, Michael Jordan's all right, but, you know, Denny Hamlin, come on. But it running Toyota, so uh, they're, they're going to be strong. It'll be interesting to see how they end up doing when all this plays out and in the long run how that team uh, gives out. Because I think um, it takes money to win, win in racing, and, well, Michael Jordan's got money, so we'll find out uh, how much he wants to shell out to try to win. Right. Let me ask you this, uh, Shook, from the standpoint of, uh, you know, and I, and I still have a lot of friends down in Florida from when I worked there. Uh, I know some folks from here who have gone actually down there on vacation at various points. Uh, during this year, by all accounts, for the most part, the Florida economy seems to be uh, just kind of, I wouldn't say humming along, but it's its moving along. And, and Florida seems to be a place that you can maybe uh, get around with less restriction, let's just say. Um, I know you're a man of the people. When you're out and about uh, at various establishments, have you uh, gotten any feel for, you know, how, how welcome this Speed Week is for, for the Daytona economy? I know it's the big deal in the Daytona economy. They basically have built yeah. The big stretch there when you go into the city about uh, it's all based on what happens at the at the track. But uh, any any sort of um, you know any any sort of uh, thank God this has come when it's come for many uh, business owners and, and managers. And it looked like it, uh, you know, and it looks like um, again lighter crowds this year. But you know uh, things around here because we got here last night and then kind of stayed around the racetrack. We'll get out and venture out in town tomorrow. Okay, uh, but I did uh, for lunch uh, went by. Uh, Hooters today. They were happy to see us. Uh, good crowd at Hooters, and it's one of the world's largest Hooters, and and uh, right across from the racetrack, and came out. And a matter of fact, there was uh, uh, Chase Elliott sitting there getting his picture taken uh, by his car. Yeah, um, I saw that. I saw I saw yeah. some reconnaissance photographs of uh, that. And that yeah. was that was. I looked uh, at the car for like ten minutes. Oh, there's Chase Elliott. Yeah, you know. There, so uh, no, there was there's there was it was a good looking scene there, and it looked like uh, it looked like beautiful weather and. Uh, no, it, and I saw Chase Elliott in his car too, in some of the, yeah. some of the uh, reconnaissance photo that uh, I was afforded. All right, uh, Scott Shook, uh, do you have time for uh, Board of Trustee questions, or are we are we doing that? Or? Well, it all depends on what they are. <laughs> Shook, this was the part where you're supposed to say "gotta go," uh, but yeah. uh, <laughs> breaking up, you're yeah, breaking. You're breaking up. I gotta go. No, uh, look, uh, I'll say this about Scott Shook. There's a lot of things I could say, uh, just. It, based on this interview alone, there's a lot of things I could say, but I will I will say this about my guy Shooky. Uh, as 
big a pirate basketball fan as as you will find. I mean, he wants as we all do, but Shook's like me. He wants basketball to to you know go to that next level. We're dying for it to go to that next level. And yeah. uh, he, Shook supports the hoops. I'm just disappointed, Shook, that we've got. Uh, you know, uh, this pause again, and it was just announced a few minutes ago that now, as we all sort of suspected, the uh, game with Houston's been postponed. So, uh, Yeah, it, it's just, you know, we're, we're starting to catch momentum in a lot of ways in sports, um, uh, you know, this year. And we just, you know, the football team's getting better. The basketball team's getting better. And, and every time, you know, something, you know, goes, looks like it starts to go our way, you know, we get, um, you know, everything gets uh, – flipped upside down and this is disappointing. I hate it for the kids who are trying to go through this and trying to win and and it's certainly a lot of fun, you know, last week having a chance to to attend one of the games and having to be Houston and, and seeing them win and it just you know as well as I do how hard they work school and and basketball and trying to balance all that and then having to deal with the COVID stuff, and get tested every week and get the stick stuck up their nose. I mean this has just been trying times for everybody and you just want to see the kids have success and you know, just as soon as we start getting a little bit of traction, you know, we you just get dinged back again. And yeah. it, you just – you hope we can get through it. Maybe. Who knows? Um, you know, we can get there and, and by come tournament time get healthy and, and go on a little run um, because, as you well see, you know, sometimes we might not have the talent that other teams have in this league in the top tier, but we don't give up. We don't lay down. Play defense, scrappy, and you make some shots, and we're in those games, and we can win. And so maybe, just maybe, we'll get healthy and come tournament time, make some noise. Make they they certainly noise. deserve it. Yeah. Joe, Joe certainly deserves it. Um, and and you know we just we, we get to a place where we get all the fans back in the stands for everything and, and get back to normal and this whole world it, we'll all be better for it. And when we do, Pirate Athletics is going to be in a right place. And 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 I think the next year is getting ready to be good. And I've just said this a lot with the new chance to come in town. It's getting ready to get fun again. All right, we so got to go. Gotta get through it. Real quick, and and uh, I don't need a soliloquy, but real quick, give me a um, give <laughs> give me give me your pick to click. Who wins this thing on Sunday, the Daytona Five Hundred? Um, Chase Elliott, just because I want him to. How about okay. that? Well, yeah. Anybody but Denny Hamlin. Anybody but go. Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott. All right, or thank Kyle you, Bush. Shook. Stay out of jail. We'll uh, we'll talk to you at You're some welcome. point here. Yes, talk to you later on. There All he right. goes. Uh, our annual visit from Scott Shook. Uh, are we still on the air after that? I, we didn't get knocked off, did we? Okay, good. All right. Uh, let me run. Let me run the forecast here real quick before we have Ben, and then we'll call Jeff Gluck. Uh, we're look. It's raining right now. Obviously, we can hear it pounding the uh, roof here. Uh, it is a one hundred percent chance of rain tonight, boys. So uh, good thing that uh, with the drip, intern Joe has uh, the rain gear on. That's good. Uh, we're looking at a low of 36 tonight, a cold high of 40 tomorrow with 70% rain. Uh, it might subside a little bit, but uh, Friday night's going to see more rain and a 37 low. Saturday, 41, 90% chance of rain. Saturday night, it's going to be rainy and cold. 40% chance of rain on Sunday, and uh, wouldn't you know it on George Washington's uh, birthday, still uh, a, a chance of rain, but not as severe as uh, we're looking at or not as high as we're looking at this uh, weekend. So wouldn't you know the rain... Uh, we'll uh, wash out a lot of weekend plans, it does appear, unfortunately. Uh, rain, heavy at times right now in the uh, listening area and 45 out at the airport. Ahead of Jeff Gluck from The Athletic joining us uh, to talk the NASCAR season. Don't know if we'll get quite the color that we had with Shook, but we'll get some good uh, news and some good things. Uh, here is 
Ben Byram with your sports flash update. Ben? Thanks, Patrick. Ben Barm here for your 94th through the game sports update. Breaking news from Pirate Basketball. The American Athletic Conference announced that ECU's game at Houston scheduled for next Wednesday has been postponed due to the pause that Pirate Basketball is currently under due to a COVID outbreak. Moving on to local high school hoops, tipping off the night. 1-2 Nash Central hosts 5-5 five five North Pitt, while Greenville's own 5-6 JP2 has the conference tournament game against a tough 19-2 in Wayne Country Day. Some developing news from the state of New York is New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is allowed large venues to reopen at 10% capacity. Brooklyn Nets will start to allow fans February 23rd while the Islanders are currently working on a date. Other New York teams affected include the Mets, Knicks, Rangers, and the Sabres. Cuomo claims that the Buffalo Bills' success in allowing 7,000 fans in attendance for the playoffs prompted the decision. For college football, the MEAC canceled its upcoming spring football season after six of the league's non-football playing schools opted out. From college baseball, NC Central has announced that they'll be canceling their baseball program at the upcoming spring 2021 season. For Major League Baseball, the LA Dodgers signed pitcher Walker Bueller to a two-year $8 million deal to avoid arbitration. And the Red Sox send outfielder Andrew Benatendi to the Kansas City Royals in a three-team trade that also includes the New York Mets. The Carolina Hurricanes are back in action tonight. Puck drop is set for 8.30. Good news for the Canes. Everybody except, of course, Peter Morazic is expected to be back in action tonight, including the return of Vincent Trocek. Starting in the net for the Canes is James Reimer, while the Dallas Stars will start former Hurricane Antoine Cadobin. Wrapping up from NASCAR in the Daytona 500, Martin Truex Jr. signed a multi-year extension to stay with, the Joe, with Joe Gibbs Racing. While Alex Bowman has claimed the Daytona 500 pole, he'll be followed by William Byron in second and Eric Almirola in third for Sunday's Cup Series race. Speaking of Daytona, when we return to Athletics, Jeff Gluck, live from Daytona. Here are 94 City Games Sports Update. I'm Ben Barham. If you ever miss an edition of the show, 94.3thegame.com podcast is usually up. Now, on Thursdays, it takes a little while longer. Ben, who's the center of the IBX media universe now, has uh, other duties the on nucleus. Thursday evening. You are the nucleus, and uh, it takes a little bit longer, unless intern Joe's going to be all over it tonight. He's got it. He's got it. All right, it. then it'll be up pretty quick after the show. Uh, let's go back down to Daytona Beach, Florida. Uh, this is a... A little more straightforward interview than the one we had with Shooky, but uh, this is Jeff Gluck, a longtime friend. You can hear the cars in the background. I love it. Those are the trucks, actually, in the background. Uh, from Daytona International Speedway, the Athletics' Jeff Gluck joins us here. Uh, Jeff, it'll be great to hear your voice here in a second again. It's been a while since we've talked, so uh, thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. I don't know if that's you talking to me. I, I thought I'd come outside so you could hear some race cars, but now it's so loud that uh, well, if you need to maybe go I in, overestimated the if, race car volume. If you need to go in, go in somewhere. But, you know, we can hear the cars. We know you're there. So uh, we can hear the trucks right now, actually. So we know you're there. So if you need to go okay. to if you need to go to quiet, yeah, if you need to go to quieter uh, ground, uh, that is certainly, uh, that is certainly uh, fine. Uh, we've got uh, Jeff Gluck with us. Uh, Theathletic.com, Jeff's got a story up now uh, about Kyle Bush, a big feature piece uh, with him today. Also, uh, Joey Logano, uh, a Q&A with him. Bill Elliott, Chase Elliott's uh, dad, Q&A with uh, him, among the other things uh, that uh, Jeff has there. Uh, was thrilled to see you uh, get on with The Athletic after years of uh, covering the sport uh, uh, through your own uh, website. So this is, this is great. 
Uh, what what's the vibe of this year's Daytona 500 and the start of the the upcoming season? Uh, it seems like there's been a lot of changes in the off season, uh, but what's the vibe uh, you're getting from uh, drivers and garages and owners as we start uh, the with the Daytona 500 this weekend? Well, you know, normally Patrick, I mean, there's like I'm walking around the fan zone right now, right? And the, normally this place would be packed with people. And, uh, you know, it's, it's Daytona Duels night tonight. And, you know, it, it would be – it's just – it's mostly empty. There's a few fans here. They've obviously really, really limited it. Um, you know, like last night was Daytona 500 qualifying, and normally you, you'd be used to the fans, like, screaming when somebody gets the pole and be, like, all pumped up. And it just doesn't really – the Daytona 500 week, you know, it's, it's a condensed week. Everything's just different. But, I mean, our, our whole world's different right now, so I guess I guess that's to be expected in a way. But at the same time, it's just, it's almost like you have to, the 500 week is real, it's happening, because it doesn't, you, you don't get the normal sense of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, we, we caught some of that. You were a little in and out there, but I, I think some of the main points we were able to get. Uh, I tell you what, Ben, uh, let uh Get Gluck on hold there, and, and kind of uh, we'll get him back on when we uh, have him at, at a higher ground type of thing. Uh, so just check it when, he, when we get the signal back with him because I, I don't want to have this go uh, out. So just let me know. Give me the high sign when we've got a good uh, sign on him. And if you need to talk to him, uh, you can also do that uh, as well. Uh, again, the big uh, breaking news here in Greenville, uh, now about uh, 25 minutes old, it is uh, ECU's game against uh, – Houston has been postponed. That follows uh, the announcement yesterday that the two games against Temple postponed. Uh, one was scheduled for this afternoon. One was going to be scheduled back in Greenville uh, on Saturday at noon. And both those games postponed yesterday because of COVID issues within the Pirate program. And as we sort of thought, uh, the Houston game has been postponed uh, as uh, well. Uh, are we going to call Gluck back? I tell you what, let's grab a break. That'll give you guys a chance to reset here, and then we'll uh, finish up with Jeff Gluck on the other side uh, of this timeout here on the Patrick Johnson Show. All right, we are back. Uh, Jeff Gluck, the athletic, joining us uh, here. Started his career in ENC, and it's flourished ever since. A big takeoff. Uh, Jeff, I think you're on higher ground now, so we, we should have you uh, loud and clear. Are you hearing us? I hear you. I'm I'm on lower ground because before I was like, you know, I, I want to give Patrick a taste of the cars. Oh, you the race gave us cars. a taste. So I went up on the yeah. fan deck and I'm like, you got to hear the race cars. But then there was too many race cars. Yeah. And it just it just doesn't work good with yourself. It's all it's like a tornado in your cell signal or something. Yeah, I guess. exactly. It just like messes me all up. All right, but so, I'm here. Yeah. What's going it's on now at Daytona a, Five? Uh, the, the, the phone Daytona. number, you know, like a two five two area code calling me. I love two five two. So thank you for having me on. I'm sorry for the. Uh, little glitch there. No, I'm thrilled to have you on. Uh known you a long time and uh have, have just admired how you've uh just the career you've built in NASCAR out of nowhere uh covering the sport. I think it's really, really uh it, it's quite a story. That's a story within itself, but we do have a lot of things to talk about with uh the NASCAR season kicking off. Uh I, I something that we could kind of get to here, uh and you were alluding to it and you can maybe uh, repeat some of that again. Um, it's a different vibe, I'm sure, because of the crowd restrictions. I mean, you're talking about a place that's got 250, maybe 200,000, 250,000 fans on a given race uh, day 
on the Daytona 500 race day. Uh, the number's much, much down. Uh, is, is it kind of eerie with the lack of fan attendance, even for things that happened earlier in the week? Yeah, I mean, for me, like, I mean, there's going to be 30,000 people here on, on Sunday, which, you know, you know, for over 100,000 seat grandstand, you know, I'm not too worried about them spacing people out enough, right? right um, yeah. They have some people in the infield, too. and But, I mean, it's it's a large, large, large outdoor, you know, two-and-a-half-mile track. So, you know, they they've, they can space people out enough to where I think it's safe. But, you know, for the midweek stuff, they're not going to go to that much effort. You know, like for qualifying last night is what I was saying. Like, there's no fans allowed for qualifying. So, normally, you know, everybody takes their lap and, like, you know, somebody knocks somebody off the pole and you hear the crowd erupt as the, their number goes to the top of the pylon. And you're like, wow. And, you know, it's, it's sort of like electric at times. Well, I mean, last night, you know, car crosses the finish line and just nothing. There's no, no sound. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so it's just, it doesn't feel like the traditional speed weeks. And, and this is also a condensed speed weeks. And, and that's, you know, that was part of the plan. Um, you know, they, they, this was always going to be, you know, because of Super Bowl Sunday, they couldn't do a whole thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just, uh, it's just weird in, in diff- so many different aspects. And, you know, I think eventually, obviously, we, you know, you'd hope to get back to normal, but uh, I think it's going to be weird for, for a while for all of us, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Jeff Gluck with The Athletic uh, and their motorsports coverage. Uh, Jeff does such a wonderful job. Lots of articles this week at the website uh, and, and much more to come, I'm sure. Between uh, Ryan Newman's uh, horrific accident last year, uh, and then we're on the 20-year anniversary of the death of Dale Earnhardt, there's been a lot talked about this week about the safety measures, obviously the improvements from 20 years ago, but even the improvements from last year with Ryan Newman. Uh, is that something that we're all kind of talking about as fans and media and broadcasters or uh, do the drivers have any uh, profound thoughts on on that? Obviously, the 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 measures that were taken after Dale Earnhardt's tragic accident were uh, applauded and are now commonplace. Uh, what are the changes as a result of what happened with Ryan Newman? Well, uh, you know, here's the thing. It's, it's what's fascinating to me is you know that that early two thousands. Um, you know, they lost a lot of drivers, 99, 2000, and then 2001, they lost Dale Sr. And, you know, that's 20 years ago now. They have, NASCAR has not uh, seen the death of a driver in a race um, for 20 years. So this entire generation of race car drivers who have come along, I, I'm not saying they feel indestructible. I think they know it's dangerous. They could get hurt. You know, Kyle Busch broke his legs or, you know, they know you could get concussions, things like that. But... I don't really think that they, you know, go out there going, oh, my gosh, you know, I could, I could die today. I mean, I think Ryan Newman's thing was uh, spooked a lot of them and mm-hmm. was scary. Mm-hmm. And two days later, he walks out of the hospital it's holding remarkable. hands with his daughters, yeah. you know? It and it was like, remarkable so, then, so then that almost made them feel even more indestructible. Like, well, man, if that, didn't, if that wreck was that bad, I mean, the car almost basically came into his cockpit, hit, struck his helmet. Um, and, and cracked his helmet. And, and if he can survive that and walk out of the hospital two days later, I mean, these guys are going, eh, let's just go race. We're, we're good, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's a whole new era now and a whole new attitude. Dale Earnhardt Jr., I think, uh, had become 
the most popular driver, and even in his post-race life, continues to be uh, one of the sport's most popular figures. But it all goes back to his dad, and I think everybody, at least I do, and I've heard others uh, on, on some of our other stations talking about it this week, uh, and others in, in other shows uh, talking about where they were and remember when it was announced, I guess like on the evening news, that Dale Earnhardt had died. Uh, and I'm talking like national evening news. I, I remember that very, very clearly um, all those, you know, 20 years ago. And uh, th- th- his his imprint on the sport, it's remarkable that 20 years after his death, and a lot of it was lived on through his son, but uh, how how popular and how big of a, a factor in, in fans' lives Dale Earnhardt Sr. even continues to be. Well, it's, you know, at the time, you know, Dale Sr. was kind of a guy that, you know, either you loved or hated him, right? Right, I mean, yeah. He he had tons of fans, but he also, you know, made a lot of people mad. You know, he, he moved you out of the way. and and But he was, I mean, you know, winning seven championships and all the races that he won. I mean, he was just so revered. And nobody, you know, I think could have anticipated, um, you know, what what his what a loss would look like um, at the time, you know that that was that was the beginning of NASCAR's new TV deal too. You know to be on Fox, and mm-hmm. that was their first race on it, and, and it was just so many things happening at once uh, that that catapulted NASCAR. I mean, NASCAR grew in popularity after that for a few years, just because it it really got you know such international headlines, and obviously Dale Jr. carried that torch, and as he did carry that torch, it was also a burden, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But he handled it so so uh, classy and it's been interesting to see this new generation now because, you know, you had this, you had this generation of drivers who, you know, Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, Dale Jr. They were, they were around when NASCAR was peak popularity. Well, now NASCAR's taken a, a big dip in, in ratings and attendance. We all know that. Mm-hmm. And this generation, they didn't have that prosperity. Um, they didn't have those, those high times. So, how they view the sport, how they view the media, how they view everything around it is different. They hear the stories, oh, yeah, you know, the, the stands used to be completely packed and this and this and traffic jams and the media attention and, you know, all this stuff. But it's, it's, it's like a, you know, distant memory. To, or, you know, they, they didn't experience it. So um, that bridge has been really interesting. I'm, I'm glad Dale Jr. continues to be a voice in the sport, though, because I think it's, you know, those younger drivers look to him. You know, he has a podcast, he's mm-hmm. a TV analyst, he's a team owner, and it's important for, for him to have a voice because they still look to him, and, and he he was very accessible and friendly, so I think, I, I hope that he helps, you know, mold that next generation. We've got Jeff Gluck from The Athletic with us here. A few more minutes uh, with him. Uh, we really appreciate Jeff taking his time. He got his start uh, covering the sport of NASCAR in uh, Rocky Mount, of all places, and uh, just went uh, gangbusters from that point on. Let me ask you, uh, Michael Jordan is now a team owner. Uh, the entree of that 23 uh, Jumpman brand in, in the sport of NASCAR, and he, he signs Bubba Wallace as a, a driver. Does this maybe open some, some doors for younger fans and maybe minority fans to get interested in the sport possibly? Is that how NASCAR's viewing uh, this? And, and is the idea that Jordan's going to put the financial resources in for the team to be competitive? Well, you know, the funny thing is, I think that, you know, when they formed the team, 
I think they certainly thought, well, if they, if Jordan needs to go into his pockets, they'll have that. But Bubba Wallace, through all the attention that he he attracted last year, and sort of speaking out to, uh, you know, ban the Confederate flag and and things like that, um, you know, he he is loaded with sponsorship right now. That that car is sold out. A big brand. Wow sponsorship that they've never even had in NASCAR before. I mean, he's got DoorDash and Columbia, and, I mean, some big people came on board, you know, uh, who, who weren't even involved in the sport. So the money is, is flowing through that team. That You know, MJ doesn't need to, to dip into his pockets at all. Uh, you know, you would have thought, well, maybe he'll need to be in some meetings to close the deal. I mean, those were, those were done, uh, you know, with, with Bubba himself. So, um, you know, I think they're in really good shape. Obviously, not always going to be that way and if they expand to multiple cars on that team you know he'll he'll need to step in but uh apparently he's he's flown down here to daytona today and he's going to be here for the rest of the weekend and meet with executives uh he and bubba never actually met i assume they have today now but uh they had never met they just exchanged text messages and stuff before this so right um yeah it's going to be it's going to be real interesting to see what he does and now you have uh pitbull the singer uh just became uh, co-owner of another new race team. Okay, wow. So, you know, it's becoming, uh, you know, it's becoming very attractive, I think. I mean, I, I think people are starting to look at NASCAR a different way and say there's a lot of opportunity here um, beyond just the traditional fan base. No, and, and when you alluded to how big the sport got, it was not on the back of traditional fans. It's the traditional fans that have stuck with it and in some cases have left the sport for various reasons. But there's an opportunity, again, it seems like, to to grow it again, and I, and I hope that's the case and that NASCAR will. You may or may not know this, Jeff, uh, uh, well enough to speak on it, but uh, you mentioned the TV deal. Where are we now? Because I know NBC is, is getting rid of uh, their sports network. I mean, they're just discontinuing NBC Sports Network, and a lot of races would wind up on there. Um, what does that look like in the future for, for NASCAR's television uh, opportunities? Yeah, so, I mean, NBCSN uh, and, and Fox's current deal goes for, for three more seasons. So, okay. And part of that deal is that they have to air the races on a, on a traditional sort of channel. They, can't, they cannot stream them. Uh, like, they can't just move it to Peacock like they're doing for, for some other stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, NBC is going to have to find ways to put it on some other channels. I mean, we're talking, like, you know, USA Network. Mm-hmm. I mean, could we see some uh, race on CNBC or something? You know, it's hmm. um, they're going to have to try to find some ways to get creative with their their programming because um, they just it, that that's part of the deal they signed. You know, a, a long deal a long time ago. So, right, right. Um, you know, as for the future, though, I, I do think that there's you know after this current deal runs out, I mean, you look where sports is going. All these streaming services want content, right? And they're and they're going to be willing to pay for it, just as FS1 and NBCSN were willing to pay overpay uh, to get content at the time they were starting up. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now everybody's trying to get, you know, oh, you know, is something going to be on on Paramount Plus or you know Hulu has live sports kind of thing. Like who's who's going to who's going to step up and snatch the NASCAR rights in a few years? I, I think NASCAR be willing to to do that um not every race obviously but um you know if the money's there right yeah you know, i think i think you could see races on streaming i appreciate your time greatly uh i know we got to get out of here uh maybe a name or two real quick before we uh go that you think will be uh when the dust settles a possibility to win just you know a couple drivers real quick as we go out here 
Well, yeah, I mean, you, you certainly have to watch Denny Hamlin. He's the favorite. He's won two Daytona 500s in a row. He's going for a historic third straight. He, he's a master of the draft. He completely understands everything that's going on. So, I, I, I mean, it's certainly possible he could win again. Um, my, my pick is Eric Almarola, kind of a dark horse, mm-hmm. but uh, from Tampa Bay. And I'll tell you what, Tampa Bay right now, <laughs> they win everything. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'd, I'd, I could see that sitting in with the story perfectly. And, he, and he's a great super speedway racer as well. So that's, that's going to be my pick. Hey, Jeff, I really appreciate the time. Uh, hopefully we can maybe catch up with you uh, down the road here a little bit uh, later on in the season. But thanks so much for giving us a few minutes here uh, this evening. Man, it is so great to catch up with Patrick, the legend. Oh, gracious. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> never call anymore, never write. But, you know, of course I'll come on the show anytime you ask. Well, now Shout out to everybody I've there got in the East correct, North Carolina. I've Love got, you all. I've got the correct number now, and I didn't even have to get old boy to give me the correct number. I I, I was able to track you down. So we're, uh, we'll be in touch. Uh-huh. Thanks a lot, man, and congratulations. That's what, that's what everybody who never calls. That's their always excuse. I didn't have your number. Uh, the the uh, excuse is I'll, old boy I'll, didn't give me the number. That's the excuse. All right, I'll talk to you soon. I see. Thanks a lot, man. All Take right. care. Thanks for having me. Yeah. See you later. Jeff Gluck, great guy. Uh, and uh, just went out of randomly, covered a race for the newspaper in Rocky Mountain, and all of a sudden he became one of the biggest NASCAR writers in the world, really. Uh, all right, Ben, what do you got for the poll? Where did it finish up? Just give us the results on the uh, Twitter poll. So we asked, why do you believe the ratings for this year's Super Bowl were the lowest in years? Leading with 61% of the votes was too much politics, followed by the game was a blowout with 29%. Then Brady being in the Super Bowl again was 10%. 0% for the Chiefs being in the Super Bowl again. Thanks to Jeff Glock. I guess thanks to Shook. Send your bail money. No, I'm kidding. Uh, And uh, tomorrow, Cy Seymour, Nikki Novak, Joe Giglio. It'll be an action-packed get-you-to-the-weekend edition on uh, Friday. Rainy tonight, tomorrow. Stay safe on the roads. Thanks to Ben. Thanks to intern Joe, Casey, and we'll uh, see you tomorrow.